Hey, welcome to day 198 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our reading of Isaiah chapters 23 to 27. There's a few different highlights that I had from this chapter, so I'll read out each of them and then give my thoughts on them. First one I saw was on Isaiah chapter 24, uh, verses 14 to 16. It says, But all who are left will shout and sing for joy. Those in the west praise the Lord's majesty. In eastern lands give glory to the Lord. In the lands beyond the sea, praise the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. We hear songs of praise from the ends of the earth, songs that give glory to the righteous one. <coughs> I just found that was kind of interesting because at this point, um, Israel and Judah had thought that the Lord was only for their nation. Like there was going to be never going to be Gentiles praising the Lord. And this kind of references the fact that eventually Gentiles will praise the Lord. It says, in eastern lands, give glory to the God, in the lands beyond the sea. And I just found that kind of interesting. It was a, it stuck out to me because it was uh, something that wouldn't have been uh, normal to the people of Israel at the time. So that, that was just interesting to me. The next one I saw was in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 7, where it says, <coughs> But for those who are righteous, the way is not steep and rough. You are a God who does what is right, and you smooth out the path ahead of them. Uh, I found this interesting because it's it's easy in our Christian walk to feel like things are hard, and oftentimes things are hard. Um, but this passage here doesn't necessarily say that God will get rid of uh, the steep uh, and like rough path. It just says He smooths it out. So sometimes when we're going through a hard time, we don't realize the little things that God's up doing in our lives. Like uh, maybe there's just like a friend who pops by and says, hey, how's it going? Just little things like that, that you might not notice, but God's smoothing out the path ahead of you. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, in chapter 26, verse 19, uh, it mentions how uh, the people who are with the Lord will rise again. It says, but those who die in the Lord will live. Their bodies will rise again. Those who sleep in the earth will rise up and sing for joy. Or your life-giving light will fall like dew on your people in the place of the dead. I thought that was really interesting too, because it's it's talking about how the people who are with God, the Christians, will rise again after they die, which is also an interesting concept. Like to us, it seems so normal that uh, as we go through our Christian walk afterwards, we'll go to heaven and rise again. But just the idea that after this life, there's another one. Yeah, I found that really interesting to. Uh, another part that I saw that I thought was quite interesting was Isaiah chapter 27, verse 12, where it says, Yet the time will come again when the Lord will gather them together like hand-picked grain. One by one he will gather them from the Euphrates River in the east to the brook of Egypt in the west. In that day the great trumpet will sound. Many who are dying in exile in Syria and Egypt will soon will return to Jerusalem to worship the Lord on his holy mountain. And while this is just talking about um, Israelites who are in foreign lands, I'm wondering if it's also kind of a reference today to Christians who are in, like, not Christian areas. Like, I think of people who are in, like, heavily Muslim countries who are surrounded by people who ostracize them. And I wonder if it, the scripture as well is referencing those people today. I thought that was kind of interesting. It was it stuck out to me a little bit. Um, one other thing that 
stuck out to me a little bit. It was more out of curiosity rather than something that st- stuck with me morally. It was chapter 27, verse 1, where it says, in, the day, in that day the Lord will take his terrible swift sword and punish Leviathan, the swiftly moving serpent, the coiling, writhing serpent. He will kill the dragon of the sea. And again, a couple podcasts ago, uh, the Bible was also, also referencing uh, the sea serpent and the Leviathan. I kind of just thought was interesting. It's one of those things that you read through and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. But the part that kind of stuck out to me a little bit more was that in that day, the Lord will take his terrible swift sword and punish Leviathan. Uh, And I'm assuming this is talking about the end times. So does that mean there's Leviathan out there now? Honestly, I have no clue. I might have to, (laughs) I might have to research that afterwards because that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I think out of everything, those, uh, those first three verses at least were really what stuck out to me they were uh, really interesting to read about but anyways may you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit and join us tomorrow for another highlight thanks